0: 7.05, it is time to rock. Yeah, this is probably the night we're going to stay in and keep the car in the garage before it's a sheet of ice by tomorrow morning. So your phone calls four one six eight seven zero six four hundred 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell. You want to email Lior? We'll get some uh, emails later on. This evening as well. It's simply Lior L I O R at employmenthour dot com. We'll get to the severance pay calculator. Lots of topics tonight. Your phone calls, but first we always start with the week that was. Yeah, that's right. And what a what a cold evening. At least it is rainy, not very nice. So
1: hopefully we can uh, get some interesting conversations and questions going here. Happy to answer any any questions. Workplace rights, employment law, termination of employment, anything in between. Bring it to us. Let's uh, l- let's talk. Now, starting off with a couple of situations that I uh, saw and uh, dealt with in the last few days, just to, uh, to give uh, our listeners, maybe that are joining us for the first time, the types of issues that uh, one may face in the workplace. Yeah. The first situation I'll tell you about, uh, John, in a very uh, sad situation, really one of those things that makes you shake your head, you know, that employees should know better. Uh, a young lady contacted our office. Uh, she had worked for a company for a number of years. Things are going really, really well. She's very happy, uh, you know, and, and in fact was talking with her employer about a new position she's going to assume with more responsibility, nice. and except then she gets pregnant, tells her employer she gets pregnant, and then all of a sudden, literally overnight, that position is no longer available. Oh, and by the way, her employer is telling her, uh, when you go on mat leave we may not have a job for you when you come back, just heads up. So we want you to sign this document saying that if we don't have a job for you after your mat leave, you've resigned, okay? You will resign when that happens. Unfortunately, she doesn't know any better. She signs that document. Fast forward a year or so afterwards when, in fact, she wants to come back for maternity leave. Uh, The employer says, well, no, we actually don't have a job for you, and as you've agreed a year ago that you're going to resign, so long, farewell, have a good life. Well, not so fast. First of all, if you resign, quote unquote, because your employer is telling you you, there's no job for you, that's not a resignation. If I tell you, John, <laughs> I don't have a job for you, sir, so resign. Well, I guess you don't have a job for me, or so I'm resigning. That's a termination. It doesn't matter if you say the word resignation or if you sign a document that says resignation. It's a termination because it's the employer's lack of work, supposedly, that ends, in the relation, ends the employment relationship. So that's number one. So she's been terminated. She's out severance. Beyond that, John, as I'm sure you know by mm-hmm. now, There's clear human rights issues here. Uh, Everything is going swimmingly well. She's treated well. Uh, She's going to be promoted. And then... Uh, All of a sudden, no job for you. Everything is off the table just because you said you're you're pregnant. That's illegal. That's a human rights violation. The employer had to treat her in the same way, had to bring her back to the same job. It didn't do that. So my colleagues uh, and I are going to be helping this lady in the next uh, few days and weeks. We're going to get her severance. We're going to get her compensation for human rights violations. Really, and this is a large employer, you really would have thought that this company would know better. Right. Uh, you know, very, very shocking that a company could think it could actually get away with something like that. Two of those, too. Two of those infractions, ridiculous. right? Ridiculous. Absolutely
0: ridiculous. They need one of these.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's exactly Think employee we're, slap. And they're going to get it. You're trust back. me. Next it, one. It's coming. Uh, the next one, uh, you know, we talk about the Wild West, and the Wild West in employment law, oftentimes car dealerships, right? We've said that before many times. So I got another one for you. Uh, spoke uh, recently with a, a gentleman, worked for a car dealership for over 20 years as a manager, great guy, doing a great job. Uh, the company, I guess, decided that, you know what, maybe it's time for us to make a change. Mm-hmm. And instead instead of doing the, the honorable thing, the right thing, you know, let's part ways, we'll pay what, you, what, what we owe you, decided to try to push him out. And they do that by making his life miserable. Sure. Absolutely miserable. Unreasonable demands, speaking behind his back, using profane language, even even to the point of using physical violence in some situations, just completely making his life miserable to the point that he's had to seek medical attention, take some medical leave of absence. So he, he, he came to see me and he asked me, what can I do about this, Lior? Well, what I told him is this. If they want you out, let's give them exactly what they want. We're going to get you out of there, except we're going to get you your full compensation. That's a constructive dismissal. By creating this work environment... That makes it impossible for you to continue working. They've constructively dismissed you. There's potentially human rights issues here. So this employer, this car dealership, they're going to get what they want. They're going to get this person out of there, but they're going to have to pay him every dime and then some. Nice. So not a very good idea for them to do what they've done. And and if you're ever faced with a poison work environment, workplace harassment, uh, that's something that's illegal. There is recourse in that situation.
0: Quickly, before we break, Severance Pay Calculator.
1: Give me that one. So if you want to know, you know, these individuals that I gave you some examples, if you want to know what they're owed, how much you're owed, SeverancePayCalculator.com. Find out exactly how much Severance you're owed. SeverancePayCalculator.com. 416-870-6400,
0: star 640 on your cell. Ready for your phone calls. The employment hour continues right here on your Wednesday night or Tuesday or Thursday. doesn't matter when it's like this. Anytime's good for employment law. Right here on Talk Radio AM 640. 7-14 7:14 and ready to take your calls at that phone number emails coming up later on as well we'll get right to it got mike in mississauga good evening mike how are you pal
2: good good um yeah i was uh i was terminated about an hour ago wow yeah just now time. yeah um so i worked in the uh, restaurant industry um i was a general manager and over the past three months it's been uh kind of a hostile work environment the attitude has changed a lot i kept trying to figure out what was going on and then my employees started informing me that the boss the owner had been going around asking if uh i had been doing drugs in the restaurant okay and i hadn't been there had been no proof of that they sat me down and asked me point blank and i said no of course not and the attitude never changed you know it, it stayed the same i found out that they were still asking looking around Today they sat me down and they said they have probable cause because on video they see me going into the washrooms at certain times and they say I've been going in more than I should be.
1: Wow! So they're monitoring your your washroom breaks.
2: Yes, they are, and it's part of my job to actually check the bathrooms to make sure you know that <laughs> stuff is you know stocked and that there's no one sick or anything yeah. like that. Like, so I'm just wondering what I should do.
1: So I, I think
2: he, uh, a- he actually said to me today that. Um, Uh, how are we going to end this? And I said, well, just give me my severance and my vacation pay and everything I'm owed. And that'll be that. He said, no, I'll see you in court. Give me my keys.
1: Wow. So I, I take it, Mike, you're going to tell me, of course, that you didn't do drugs at work. Is that, is that fair? Yes, of course. Okay. So assuming that's not the case and, and they can't prove otherwise, clearly yeah. that this is a wrongful dismissal. Uh, yeah. They cannot let you go without compensation, without severance. Uh, if you didn't do what, what they've alleged, they probably just used that as an excuse to try to get rid of you uh, and, and hope that you'd go away and, and, and not want to pursue this. I've seen this many times, and, and that's absolute nonsense. Now, how long have you worked there, Mike?
3: Uh, it was
2: a year in December.
1: And, and how old are you, Mike? Thirty-five. Thirty-five. Okay, so you've been there for uh, for just over a year. You're Thirty-five a general manager. Three to four months pays what you are owed. Okay, so that's the seventh that they owe you. Three to four months pay. Uh, you've been wrongfully dismissed because they didn't pay you that. So uh, the the good news is this is absolute nonsense. They they can't prove something that didn't happen. So therefore you got to give me a call off fair. John. I'll give you the number in a sec, and then okay. you and I will discuss it. We'll talk exactly how we go about uh, helping you. It could be as simple as me sending them a letter on your behalf, and then uh, if we need to take legal action, we will, but we may not even have to here. It's it's that straightforward.
0: So I look forward to talking to you. You've definitely been wrongfully dismissed. Thank you, Mikey. That number that uh, Lior just mentioned, 416-216-5900. Hey, Paul from Pickering. Good evening. Hi there. How are you, pal? I'm not too bad. Good. What's up? Uh,
4: yeah, I was
5: um, a few years back. I worked for a fairly large company, and um, a week before my probationary period was uh, up, I had injured my wrist. Um, I'm, and I'm a truck driver. Yep. And um, and it was as simple as uh, opening uh, the back door, like the you know how it has got the bar going across. I pushed it in, and the bottom of the door, a steel door, it it was seized on the bottom and the frame. So when I pushed in, uh, it didn't move. But and I heard uh, noise in my wrist. But anyways. Um, I went to put a WSIB claim in, and um, a week I was off for a couple, a uh, couple of months doing uh, light duties in the in the warehouse, and then uh, when I came back, they continued with the one week probationary period, but they were righting me up, left, right, and center, right. and um, they put me on a, a route that I was uh, that would never done before, and. Um, and yeah, well, one day uh left, and uh they they fired me, they had me escorted out, and uh, then i heard afterwards uh the guy who fired me uh he was actually fired
1: Now I, I take it, Paul, you, you never got any severance
5: uh well, I didn't realize i was I was old because it was still probationary.
1: yeah, I understand now, how long ago did this happen?
5: This was about three years ago.
1: So the, the bad news, unfortunately, is that you're out of time to do anything about it. There's a two-year limitation period, so so you're out of time. You would have been entitled uh, not only to, to severance, but potentially also to human rights compensation if they did let you go because of the medical condition that you had, either because they didn't want to continue accommodating you or almost you know, because they were upset that, that you, you got injured on the job and you applied for WSIB. If that was part of the motivation, that's illegal. That's a human rights violation. So, yeah, uh, unfortunately, you know, it's, it's a learning experience in the sense that nothing we can do about it now. Uh, but definitely, uh, this is something you could have gotten some compensation for back then.
5: Now, is it um, to the day two years?
1: Yeah, it's two years exactly. It's two years and a day is too late. It's, it's uh, two years exactly.
5: Okay, so so what if I went back and checked the exact date, because I might be way off on on my on my date because I'm bad with with uh, time like that. Um, if it is within two years... It, you give uh, me a
1: call and we can absolutely still do something about it. If it's uh, a day under two years, you're fine. If it's a day over, you, you're not. So if it okay. is under two years, give me a call, John. Now, why don't you give Paul the number and uh, in that case, I'd love to talk to you.
0: Paul, that number, 416-216-5900. That's for everybody out there. Lior has a number on his hip. We'll take a quick break. Hang on, uh, Kevin. We'll get to you as well, and your phone calls. You want to give us a call four one six eight seven zero sixty four hundred star six forty on sale. Lots more of the employment hour coming right up on Talk Radio AM six forty here until eight o'clock to answer all your questions. Got uh, Kevin on the line, Kev. I appreciate you holding on through the break. How are you?
6: I am well. Um, how are you guys doing?
0: Good. You got a question for the or go ahead.
6: I do. Uh, I've got an interesting situation. Uh, not myself, but a colleague of mine was recently let go from the from the company. Uh, we're in a sales organization, and it's uh, a situation where essentially you pay back your salary. Uh, they 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 give you a um, uh, a biweekly or a monthly paycheck, but you know you need to make that back through your commissions. Correct. And and in that situation, because he wasn't meeting his target, and he built himself up into a bit of a deficit, uh, when they did let him go, they weren't going to pay him any severance. And I'm just wondering if in a situation like that, if if an employee is still entitled to severance, they are going to give him, I think, two weeks of pay continuance, but that's it.
1: Yeah, at it, 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 a bare minimum, if the employee has not really earned any money per se, uh, they, they still would have to get severance on the basis of, of some some form of minimum wage, at least. So the, you, you can't let someone go without any severance simply because if the employer had given him advance notice of the termination of his employment, he could have actually worked and earned commissions. So he still would be owed compensation, even though uh, he may not have been able to make his draws in the past. So, because of that, if he's been let go with no compensation whatsoever, yeah he he has been wrongfully dismissed, uh, and, and he should call me uh, there's a way to calculate severance and and you know we may look at past history and see how close he's been right. to, to meeting his uh, his target and try to extrapolate that going forward and maybe see if he would uh, could be expected to increase his his draw. So yes, he, he, there's no way to let an employee go in that situation and not have to pay them any severance at all. Absolutely not.
0: Kev, that number, 416-216-5900. Rob in Richmond Hill. Good evening, Rob. Good evening. How are you? Good, sir.
7: So my, my situation is this. I'm, a, I'm an owner of a company, and uh, you know I, I, I appreciate what you're doing for these people here, but, but let's, let's turn it around a little bit. Let, let's talk about the people that there's like one situation we had where a gentleman uh, was working for us for only a day, cleaning the garbage uh, in, uh, in a new so- uh, subdivision, new home division. And anyway, picks up an empty box, and we didn't know it at the time, called the ambulance and stuff, tells us he hurt his back. And when we bring him to the hospital and tell him, listen, we gotta make a claim, and this and that. And we find out it's an empty box at the end. You know, you get these guys running these bogus claims, right? And same with, say, like, you know, these employees that, you know, they might uh, cause damage to a certain piece of equipment. And, you know, they're let, let go that day, and, uh, you know, like, you know, there's consequences to the fact that that equipment got damaged and stuff. What about those employees that come back after and take it to the labor board and try to take an extra, say, four weeks of pay and make a fictitious claim and saying, well, you know, uh, he didn't pay me for these hours, he didn't pay me for those hours. Where does where does the employer uh, get that uh, that legal advice where he can come after the employee and say, listen, you know what? I've got the, the documentation here, and now how do I go about suing him? for a falsified claim, and so, go against the labor board who's always most most of the time siding on the employee side. So I, I, where, where do you go for the, with, that, with that kind of legal advice?
1: Good question, Rob. Uh, and let me give you my thoughts on that. At the end of the day, there's plenty of mechanisms in law to dispose of bogus claims. You mentioned the, the guy that supposedly picked up the garbage can and hurt his back. And and you know, he may have wanted to file a claim with WSIB. Uh, Let me tell you something about WSIB. They don't just pay because someone wants to get paid. They investigate the heck out of these things. And they're not going to pay unless they're 100% sure that they have to pay. They're going to doubt their eyes and, and, and cross their T. Some would say that they even go overboard. So So that's one thing. Now, with respect to other bogus claims against against you, against the company generally, Remember, the individual that brings the claim has to prove the claim. You don't have to disprove the claim. And depending on the type of claim, for example, if it's a court claim, if someone brings a bogus claim against you, there's cost consequences. There's legal repercussions for doing that. So ultimately, can we actually physically stop someone from bringing a bogus claim? No. But I can tell you that uh, a smart company and a good lawyer know how to dispose of those very, very quickly and how to p- uh, keep the person accountable and how to make sure that they don't go anywhere. So because of that, in most cases, uh, you can get rid of those very quickly.
0: And you've done, you've of, of course, done tons of work for employers. Yeah, too, I act for employers right? all
1: the time. And yeah, yeah, in some cases, there are bogus claims, and we deal with them, and we get rid of them. Uh, and, and there's mechanisms that allow us to make that happen.
0: Got to have Vic in Toronto. Good evening, Vic. Hey, how are you guys? Good, pal. What's going on?
3: Hey, so I'm a, a, a doctor. I, I work in walking clinics here in Toronto, and uh, about seven months ago, the clinic that I was working at, um, what happened is I work in a few different clinics, and there was a complaint filed against me, at not at the clinic that I was working at, another one. So I self-reported and let the guys know that, hey, just so you know, uh, the college is going to, you know, maybe want to look at some records and stuff just to, you know, do part of their process that they have. So these guys said to me, well, you know what, um... Because of this, you know we're we don't want them really hanging around here and stuff. So we're just going to cut all your hours and and that's it. You're out. And uh, so I said okay, and that was it, right? And then you know I'm listening to your, uh, your your show here, and I'm wondering if you know, um, they did something wrong.
1: Yeah, no, of course they did. And uh, how many like hours a week would you be working for this particular clinic, the one that cut your hours?
5: Uh, at the time, I was doing uh, probably about thirty six hours.
1: Wow! And now, were you considered on paper to be an employee? Were they withholding taxes off your pay?
3: No, because I'm kind of like a contractor. Right. So what I do. Is I give them a certain amount. Right. So
1: then- the law would probably be con- the law would probably consider you in this situation to be what we call a dependent contractor because you work so so much with them, which means if they want to. Uh, effectively let you go and, you know, not give you any work cut all your hours, they have to pay you compensation. There's no way they could just do that unilaterally. And how long have you been there, Vic?
3: I had been there for about seven, six, seven months.
1: Okay. So in your situation uh, as a doctor, you're probably looking at about three, four months compensation is what they would have to pay you here based on what your average earnings were over that period of time. So this happened a few months ago, I think you've said. Uh, so you're well within your time to still do something about it. Therefore Vic let's let's chat off air I can probably help you get that resolved very very quickly they owe you about 3 to 4 months compensation and you know they really didn't do anything wrong you know innocent till proven guilty and there's no way they could just decide
0: to let you go that way so uh yeah let's chat off air Vic that number 416-216-5900 appreciate the phone call everybody else stay on the line we will get to you busy show questions to be asked and for uh, the number 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell, the employment hour, right here Talk Radio AM 640. 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell. It is 735 rocking and rolling. Getting your phone call, Stephen Toronto. Hello, Stephen. Hi hey there. Hi. How you guys doing? Good. You got a question for or Go ahead. Yeah, I uh, I was working for a company,
6: uh, and about six months ago, there was a new president that was brought on. Uh, shortly thereafter, there uh, he brought in some new VPs. Uh, so I, at a director level, uh, got a new boss that I reported to. Uh, about a week before Christmas, uh, me and my whole team were let go. We had lost uh, a major client. Uh, and then uh, a few weeks into the new year, someone was uh, hired to uh, – my, uh, fill in my role um, I approached another lawyer um, about the situation uh, I had um, signed a, an agreement about three years ago when I started with uh, full time with the company uh, and uh, unfortunately um, in it um, I signed uh, that uh, I would uh, be owed one week per every year that I worked there for severance um, the lawyer that I have right now Uh, approached them and we've been negotiating for the last three months he said that uh, the paperwork that I signed was uh, negligible uh, and that there is a case there Um, we started out at one number Um, they had offered me um, again just a little bit shy of uh of uh, five-week severance. Uh, and how long they, have
1: you been there? Uh, how long were you there for?
6: Um, I was uh, contracting there for about seven months and then full-time uh, just about three years.
1: Okay. So, first of all, uh, you know, obviously, you know, I would need to see what you signed to tell you for sure if that's relevant or not. In many okay. cases, we can get around something like that, in many, many cases. But, mm-hmm. you know, without seeing it, I can't tell you. The chances okay. are you can get around it. If you can, this should be easy to resolve and you shouldn't be negotiating for three months. By now, either you've resolved it or if you haven't resolved, you would have had to start a legal action, start a claim for wrongful dismissal. Because mm-hmm. clearly you're going to be owed a lot more than five weeks after three years uh, you know, if the agreement is otherwise not enforceable. It could easily be six months pay, maybe even more. Right. So, uh, you know, to me, negotiating for three months is not, is, is, you don't negotiate for three months. You, you give yourself a couple of weeks, two, three weeks, maybe four weeks on the high end to negotiate. And if mm-hmm. you can't get a negotiated resolution, you start a claim and you proceed to a mediation, etc. There's various things you could do. So, yes. listen, if you want another opinion to review your document and tell you if I think your matter is handled appropriately, happy to do it. Happy to give you a second opinion. All right. Uh, but for now, you know, I do have some concerns about the timing more than anything. Yeah. So uh, give me a call off there if you want. We'll schedule a time for me to go over the agreement and give you some more specific thoughts about where you are and where you should be going.
0: All right. Great. Thanks very much. All right. Thanks, Steve. The number 416-216-5900. We'll get to uh, Brenda in Toronto. Good evening, Brenda.
8: Hi. Good evening.
0: How are you? go ahead.
8: Um, my question was: uh, My husband was working for a company uh, for about eight years. Well, for about six years, it got sold to another person, and they kept on all the staff. And about a year and a half after that, they um, let him go, and they gave him two weeks severance.
1: Okay. And I'll, I'll, yeah. Sorry. No, go ahead.
8: I was just going to say. Um, It started out, well, what we thought was uh, something to do with medical. And because uh, he had an illness and he was on a prescription for it, they told him it might not agree with him and make him a bit cantankerous, whatever. Right. And he did get that way. But he had warned them the day before he started the prescription that if anything was to of it, them to let him know and, and, you know, so that he could, you know, come off the prescription or whatever. Instead, they called it, they told him to come back and uh, he was a truck driver. They told him to bring the truck back to the yard and that, uh, to park it and he was suspended for a day and the next day he went to his doctors to say this obviously isn't working. Mm -hmm. Um, but before he could even get back to the company, they called him up and said, bring back the keys, you're no longer working here.
1: Now, how long did he work there total, including with the previous company?
8: About eight years.
1: Eight years, okay. Did they pay him severance? Two weeks. Yeah, no, obviously he's owed much, much more. Uh, he's a truck driver. How, how old is he? Uh,
8: 59.
1: Yeah, so in in situation, right around 9 Ten months compensation is what he'd be owed uh, given his factor. So he only got two weeks. That's a wrongful dismissal. Depending on on the interplay with the medical condition and medication, potentially there's some human rights issues here as well. Uh, not sure about that right now, but certainly he's definitely owed you know at least nine months compensation, not not eight weeks. Oh, sorry, not two weeks. So it's very, very important, uh, Brenda, that, that he and I speak as soon as possible off air uh, so we can get this resolved. Uh, you know, Don't let him get away with paying him two weeks no when kidding. they owe him uh, 25 times that. Does uh-huh.
0: it make sense? Yeah. So uh, looking forward to speaking to him. John, why don't you give Brenda the number? You bet, Brenda. that number again, 416-216-5900. Lots more of your phone calls coming right up right here on the Talk Radio AM 640, the Employment Hour. Four one six eight seven zero sixty four hundred star six forty on cell is the number. And Doug and Curtis, thanks for hanging in. Doug, how are you?
9: Doug, I was injured in uh, December sixteenth, two thousand eleven. Uh, Wsiv, I got uh, crushed and pinned by a five thousand pound lift truck. that broke my leg, uh, shattered my ankle on the right side, and and uh, just
0: messed up good.
9: Yeah, left was just black and blue. Wow, uh, I've had four major operations. Uh, the the second last one was in October of last year. Uh, the day before the operation, HR calls me up and said, uh, and I've, I've been on modified duty. They've been. I thought they were doing. I was doing good with them, working three to four hours a day, three to four hours a week. Uh, she called me up and mm-hmm. said that position would not be offered to me, and uh, else I could come back full time. So then I had another operation in December. Uh, I had a, a, a big meeting with WSIB and my work last week. And you can tell that they they don't want me back. Uh, I'm a management. I've been there. Uh, I was at agency for one year, and then I was on full-time since 2003. I'm uh, just wondering if they uh, let me go or don't offer a job, uh, what's my alternative?
1: So, yes, uh, thanks, Doug. So, first of all, they, they have an obligation To to offer you a job, they also have an obligation to accommodate you. So if you need accommodations, whether it's modified duties, modified hours, uh, anything else, they have to do that, you know, even if it's not easy to do. Uh, And if they refuse to do that, if they refuse to accommodate or they're just saying, you know, come back to your old job or you don't come back at all or they flat out let you go. Of course, you're entitled to compensation to severance. Potentially, you're also entitled to human rights damages because not accommodating you, not bringing you back would be a violation of the Human Rights Code. So yeah. because of that, you've been there since 2000 and what? Sorry, Doug?
9: Uh, agency for one year Yeah, and I've been full-time since 2003.
1: 2003 full-time. And how, uh, how old are you, Doug?
9: I'm obviously 62 this year.
1: So right around 15, 16 months of compensation, potentially as much as 18 months of compensation is what they would owe you. That's before we even talk about human rights damages. So my best advice to you is, you know, work with WSIBM with them to find out, find ways to get back to work within your limitations. Mm -hmm. If they refuse to do that, if they're not cooperative or if they flat out say no, then you can treat that as a termination. You're owed severance immediately and you should give me a call. So initially, uh, okay. you got to work with them
9: okay, one more thing sure they're 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 not under provincial law. they are under federal they're uh, based in the states uh
1: what- what kind of industry uh, trucking okay, so the same laws would apply in any event, so the same amount of compensation, the same amount of severance, even human rights imposes the same obligations on them. so everything I told you still stands
9: okay, just Just one more quick thing. Uh, they misguided w s i v because I've no guys that still uh, work there, they said that the uh, big layoffs and all this stuff, and, and there's only one person in dispatch, which is uh, wrong. Uh, there's two there. There's supposed to be three. They Like, they lied, right? <laughs> so, right. I will right, we'll definitely give you a call, though, sir.
0: Thanks, Doug. Yeah. Doug, that number, 416-216-5900. Daryl, good evening. Hi, Daryl. Hi, how are you? Good. What's going on?
3: Um, I was laid off November 2014, with uh, problems with my knee in July 2015. Oh, sorry, I was laid I was let go November 2014. I had knee, a knee replacement surgery in July 2015. Okay. My surgeon says no more bending, crawling, climbing, heavy lifting, and the company I work for says, uh, sorry, we have no light duty for you.
1: But I think you, I thought you said oh. they let you go before that.
3: Yeah, they let me go so I could get my knee fixed and have the surgery. They laid me off.
1: Oh, a, a temporary layoff. Yeah. Okay, got it. And, and then, then they, now they say, well, we don't have a job for you.
3: Yeah, my surgeon says no more climbing, crawling, bending, kneeling, right. etc. They have no light duty for me. I'm just wondering how long I have to wait before they actually let me go and give me my severance.
1: You don't have to I'm- wait at all. Right now you're owed severance, there. Also, by, by oh. not having a job for you, then, I mean, there's one of two things. Either they, they legitimately don't have a job for you, in which case they just owe you severance, or they do have a job, they just don't want to give it to you, in which case they still owe you severance, but then they may also owe you human rights damages. Either way, you're entitled to compensation. You don't have to sit at home and wait. And, okay. and uh, yeah, give me a call. We should be able to get you your severance. Uh, how long have you been there? Uh, 14 years. So, you're going to be talking about substantial amounts, certainly north of a year, uh, a year's pay, potentially more depending on a number of factors. So, let's speak off air. Yeah, no, obviously, they owe you compensation. They, they can't simply say we don't have a job for you.
0: Darrell, appreciate that call, 416-216-5900 for, uh, for anybody outside of show hours as well. We'll take a quick break. We'll get to more of your phone calls and the number to call, in. you probably know by now, 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell. The Employment Hour, talk radio, AM 640. Get to another phone call here. Get down the last few minutes of the show. got uh, Joshua in Oakville. Hi, Joshua. Hey, hey, how are you? Good. What's up?
4: Uh, okay, I got a question here that... Um we got two, two shifts working in a company. We have a 12 hours regular shift, which is a continental, night and day, and then we have regular eight-hour shift. So what the company did is that in the past, we used to get paid when we work on that holiday if we're scheduled to work on that day. So what they have done, they take that day and they move it to whichever day we're not working, which is the next shift working, and they're getting paid overtime for that day which is double time and a half. Right. Now, we're working on the actual scheduled holiday, knowing that we have two types of shift in the company, which is an eight hours and a 12 hours. Is it legal or is, it, is, it, is that how they have to get it done? Is it possible that that's the right thing they're doing?
1: No, it doesn't sound right at all, uh, Joshua. No, it, it certainly doesn't seem right at all. And I think what you need to do in this case, you need to contact the Ministry of Labor, and you can even do that anonymously and tell the Ministry of Labor just the name of the company. You don't have to give them your name. And they'll come in and look at it exactly and then order the company to make changes. No, it, it doesn't seem right. They can't play around with those hours that way. So the Ministry of Labor offers a free service. You can do it anonymously, and probably the sooner the better.
0: We'll slide a, a quick email in here before we wrap and get to... Uh... Some last-minute business. Got one from Joanne during the show. Leor at employmenthour.com says I work at a dental office and a new dentist is about to buy the practice. The dentist I'm working for said to all the employees that if we don't get uh, to work for the new dentist, then we've resigned. Is that correct? Absolutely not correct at all. You do not resign
1: if you don't go work for the new dentist, the new company that's buying the business. What happens then is if you don't go for the de- work for the dentist, the question becomes why did you decide not to go work for the new one? If there's a good reason, maybe because they're offering you less money or a different role, different hours, then you get your full severance from the company that's selling the old dentist has to pay your absolutely full severance based on your age, position, and length of employment. Now, if there isn't a good reason, you just decide you don't want to work for this new dentist, you'll just go look for a job somewhere else, you still get severance but you get less severance because there's no good reason. So you get only your minimum amount of severance. But either way, if the business is sold, and if you decide not to accept a job offer with the buyer, that is not a resignation. That is a termination. And either way, you're entitled to to get compensated. You're entitled to
0: severance. That always, always applies in the sale of a business. We touched on uh, briefly at the beginning of the show, but we'll get into a little more detail here, and that is severance pay calculator.
1: Yeah, and and, you know, if you've noticed uh, several times on the show now, I've asked uh, individuals uh, their age, I've asked them how long they've worked, and I've asked them a bit about the type of job that they had, if they were managers or salesperson, et cetera. And why do I ask those questions? Because those three factors, age, position, and length of employment, are the factors that go into assessing how much severance someone is owed. Those are the main factors. The longer you work, the older you are, and the more senior a position you have, the more severance is owed to you. Well, I'm only on the air here uh, you know, a couple times a week uh, on the radio, and some people may not want to call me in the office. I don't know, maybe they're nervous or bashful. So I wanted to allow people to figure out how much severance they're owed based on those factors, even if they're bashful, even if they're at home, and even if it's midnight. So I created the severance calculator. It's available for free. It's easy to use, severancepaycalculator.com. Uh, And you can find out exactly how much severance you're owed. If you've been let go today, last month, last year, or maybe you haven't been let go, but you've wanted to know always how much you'd be owed in the event that you are let go. So you go to severancepaycalculator.com. You input your age or position and the type of job that you have, sorry, and the length of your employment. And it's going to tell you how many weeks or months pay you are owed. It's free. It's anonymous. It's easy to use, and please tell your friends if they lost their jobs. It's the first place you should go to severancepaycalculator.com.
0: And I know sometimes when they, you know you tell people to look at it, then they go, they use the tool, they go, "Wow, that number can't be right." It's you know, I thought I got two weeks per year. This thing's telling me I got eighteen months.
1: Yeah, I assure you, uh, the numbers there—if they're high, it's only because. That's what the law provides. I don't make up those numbers. what a court would assess your entitlements. It's what a judge would assess your entitlements, what the law would. So the numbers on the calculator
0: are correct. Always go to severancepaycalculator.com. That's it for another week. you have any other questions for Lior, since he's not on the air, you can either call him at 416-216-5900 or go to terminationquestions.com there as well. Drop-down menu, lots of questions have already been asked. Your answers will be there, or you can always email him. That is simple, Leor L-I-O-R, at employmenthour.com. This has been yep, The Employment Hour right here on Talk Radio, AM 640.